This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. This episode of EduTech Guys is sponsored by Explore and the National STEM Challenge. Explore provides video, curriculum, and professional development services for grades 5 to 12 students, educators, and families. Explore Home provides engaging content like Crash Test World, Girl Rising, and Mr. B in 3 plus more. Explore Classroom provides a single platform for videos, lesson plans, and virtual professional development. Explore has partnered with the U.S. Department of Education to bring the first ever National STEM Challenge. Students in grades 6 to 12 submit real-world solutions to real-world problems for a chance to participate in the National STEM Festival. Find out more by visiting explore.com. That's E-X-P-L-R.com and nationalstemchallenge.com. On today's episode, the EduTech guys are real excited to have Carrie Byron with Explore Media and the National STEM Challenge. Real exciting news coming to you next on this episode of the EduTech guys. You're listening to the EduTech guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of EduTech Guys. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is awesome. Thank you so much for downloading, listening, checking out the episode, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. All the goods. It's always good stuff. And today's going to be some really good stuff. Carrie Byron and Explore Media with the National STEM Challenge. We're pretty excited about that one. Hey, but check us out on the web. Also, EduTech Guys, just put us in Google. We're going to be there looking back at you. Follow us on all the social, Instagrams, Facebooks, you know, tweeters, <laughs> face, X, whatever face, it's called now. Facebooks. That is great. That's I love a, that. It's, That's, it's just a Facebook for birds. Now, now, now that <laughs> bird lovers. <laughs> now, now that now ornithologists. That, now that Twitter is X. <gasps> Now face and, and, and they're that's right. I'm saying and they and they got rid of the blue bird. Yeah. We can now do face beaks. That's right. You find your favorite ornithologist on face beaks. Face beaks. This this suddenly went NPR on us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's going to be a great show. I, I'm really excited because with you know the waste we've been talking stem and steam for two decades. Oh yeah, and we have for a long time. 
Um, but it takes some folks like um, it takes folks like Carrie Byron and, and Jenny Bucos to come in and really you know, get a hold of people and uh, you're going to hear more in the interview about how they really get a hold of people and bug them, stalk them even, um, you know, to, <laughs> to make them understand the importance of this and how this touches every student and every child. It really does. I mean, it, it, it touches every house, every household, every household. Um, it touches them because no matter where you live or what you do, one of your parents is doing a STEM job probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's are your grandparents or aunts or uncles, or you know, it's one of those things. And well, yeah, and, and and I think what most people may not realize, or what a lot of people may not realize, is just how, you know, when we say STEM, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, you know, how much of that actually comes into play into really, like you said, you know, almost any job out there involves some form right. of that. Right. So and, you know, and it we, touches we, everybody, and then of course, uh, you know. Uh, a lot of the vernacular also uh, includes A as a separate item for the arts, so you have STEAM, but that's all part of this. It's, yeah. it's all a part of, of of taking whatever it is you're doing in your, you know, whatever career you have, whatever job you might have for now, you know, however that works. You know, there is one of those letters, at least one of those letters, is coming into play as a part of what you're doing. And so for students to have exposure to this and to get their hands dirty quite literally in some cases uh, in STEM, in STEAM, is phenomenal, and then of course the challenge is just going to blow you guys out of the water. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is like this is a big deal, and it's just going to grow exponentially. So it's yeah. going to be really good. Hey, oh, it's really cool because the other day, as, as we're recording this, we had the uh, secretary for the Department of Education here in Arkansas come down and visited a couple of the campuses, and uh, he was uh, as as he was walking around. One of the magnet programs that we have is uh, digital journalism uh, at middle school. And one of the things they were working on is they are putting together a video about the garden that they have at that campus. Mm. And uh, they were they're growing uh, various vegetables. They were they were doing uh, summer slash into fall vegetables, but you know it's getting ready to change over now to the winter vegetables. Winter wheat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm not a horticulturalist, uh, so I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, there you go. I, it, if 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 it all goes awry. I will know nothing about gardening, and will I love a good horror movie too? But that's, <laughs> that's growing food is great. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was awesome that you know you have these students who are learning digital media and learning things about you know B roll and stand up and, and all those types of concepts. But inside of that is the gardening aspect yeah. of it and learning what are these different vegetables and what do they look like and when's a good time to to grow them and and what do they taste like because that was one of the one of the projects that they're doing with this garden is they're growing vegetables that some of these students generally probably don't have access to normally yeah. uh, and or maybe just have never tried and so they're like hey That's we're going to cool. try some squash and we're going to try some of this and you know it's just kind of like that is it's I don't know it's very cool to see all of this working together. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully we're growing your interest in what's coming up in the next interview with Carrie Byron. So I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get right back, guess who's here? Carrie Byron. Be right back after this. 
This episode of EduTech Guys is sponsored by Explore. Explore provides video, curriculum, and professional development services for educators, families, and students in grades 5 through 12. Check out engaging content like Crash Test World, Mr. B in 3, and more. Find out more information by visiting explore.com. E-X-P-L-R.com. Hey, welcome to the show, Carrie Byron. This is awesome. She's going to be talking about Explore Media and the National STEM Challenge. How you doing? I'm doing great. This is such an exciting project for me, like more than a passion project. I feel like my whole life is led up to this moment. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like yes. a culmination of everything you've been doing. Here, here we go. Now we're doing this. That's really cool all together and it's such a big initiative. So let me tell you what it is. Yes. Um, you guys are already familiar with Explore Media. We do short format videos with curriculum for the classroom. Um, but in my travels, I was uh, interviewing Secretary Cardona, the Secretary of Education, you know that, um, <laughs> at South by Southwest EDU. And I was talking to him about my experience at the National Science Fair back during the Obama administration. And, how incredibly inspirational it was to me and how I just I just wanted to be a part of that again and what happened to it and where is it and how can I do it and how can call me I want to be a host again. And he said, you know, it just it hasn't happened for one way or another for the last decade. And I became a little bit of a stalker and for a year called his office like, hey, when are you gonna do it when are you gonna do it when are you gonna do it. And finally, I got a chance to interview him again at this last EDU. And He's like, yes, science fair, let's talk about it. So by the end of our conversation, we were so hyped on talking about STEM and the fact that, you know, he he went to school to become a mechanic and that's a STEM job. And everybody doesn't understand how much STEM affects every life and, and how vast it actually is that by the end of that conversation, I, I, I looked at him and I was like, Explore will produce the science fair. We'll do it. Like, give us the keys. We'll build the kingdom. We'll we'll make it bigger. We'll make it better. We'll make it incredible. So I sat down with my partner, Jenny, who um, every idea is a good idea for us. We're just like, okay, let's work backwards. How do we do this? <laughs> yes. We wanted to make it bigger, more wide reaching, more accessible. So we're doing the National STEM Festival and Challenge. The National STEM Challenge is a nationwide challenge where kids from every state territory, including, uh, you know, Washington, D.C., the BIE and the DOD schools, everybody submits their projects. Projects will be submitted on um, three PDF slides. Uh, Canva has donated mm -hmm. templates for us so the kids have a, an easy way to put their slides together. Uh, this is for the sixth through the twelfth grade. You can go to nationalstemchallenge.com to submit a project. Every project has to make the world a better place and tackle a real world challenge. These real world challenges have to make the world better for your people, your community, or the world at large. Um, and we're doing them under six themes, environmental stewardship, future foods, health and medicine, powering the planet, space innovation, and tech for good. We feel like every one of these places has so much opportunity for kids to get creative on how to help their community, um, help the planet, or even just help the people that are around them. So the challenge uh, is, is going to be open from, it's open now, it'll be open till mid-November, 
and then a blind review process happens. We have got volunteers from every STEM industry within those categories to give real feedback to each student. So their projects don't just go into the ether. Like somebody in that industry is going to look at their project and give them feedback. Then we're gonna choose four kids from every state territory district. And we're going to fly them and a caretaker to DC for the National STEM Festival. We don't want money to be an issue, so we are flying them in from wherever they are, wow. and we're putting up their hotel. They're gonna have a whole weekend of festivities, and the National STEM Festival will be presented by Explorer, but also the Department of Education. So I'm telling you, all of DC for the weekend of April 12th and 13th is having satellite events from the Smithsonian, to the Candy Center, everywhere. Like we are going to be all stemmed out all weekend. <laughs> and these kids are going to have an opportunity to sit at round tables with politicians and thought leaders and actually be stakeholders because they are so important. Their creativity and voices are our tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. That was quite an elevator pitch. That was a really long oh, explanation. Man, that's great, okay. Though. That's good though. That's good to get into that. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I think it's amazing. Some of the folks you you were talking about some of the uh, what what you guys refer to as stem ambassadors for each mm. of those categories, and I mean you've got some big, big name players in those arenas. That's really exciting. And having those folks for all intents and purposes, working in conjunction with the students who will become the adults and leaders of the very near future, I think that is absolutely phenomenal. So can you talk a little bit about getting some of those folks to jump on board? And you can you can feel free to name drop. We're, we're, we're good with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, so Explore uh, is very, very tight wound with digital media in mm -hmm. every from social to actually our platform um so we have connections with all kinds of stem ambassadors who are psychom influencers in different fields um andrew zimmern yeah. uh, from uh what's eating america on msnbc and a million other programs and uh yeah i, I can't even name them all um he's going to be one of our future food stem ambassadors um, that was an easy get. We're friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we grabbed Justin Schaefer, AKA Mr. Fascinate. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we have somebody in every category. We have actual astronauts. I mean, Bobak Ferdowski. What? Right. That, that guy is huge. I mean, it just people who are really impactful that I think kids can look at and see a role model, but we also wanted to be as representative as possible of every voice geographically that we could find. So mm -hmm. say Ariel Tweedo from Flying High Alaska. Yeah. She is an expert in mental health and she is our, sort of our Alaska ambassador. Um, I mean, she's an ambassador to everything. That girl travels around the world constantly, but we just, we wanted, we just really wanted kids to feel like they're seen. This whole thing is about critical thinking, it's about empathy, but it's also about giving kids confidence. That's the one thing I saw from so many science fairs I've been involved with, you know, from the 3MN scientists to the White House Science Fair. There's this catalyst moment where a kid feels seen that can propel the trajectory of their entire life. They're, mm. they, they see themselves in STEM, they see they belong no matter where they come from, and it gives them that just that little boost so that they want to keep trying harder and they, they stay passionate and interested. 
you know, what's interesting is the 200 kids that are going to, they are going to make it to DC. That's one thing, but the thousands of students who are going to realize that there's no project too small and have the opportunity to meet these ambassadors and to get to work on this. That's the big one. This first year is going to be a lot of fun, but the next year and the next year, it's just going to grow exponentially. It's going to be super awesome. I can't see how it's, there's not a project too small. I mean, there really isn't a project too small. Submit it, submit it right now. And, you know, take that opportunity. That's just awesome. It's an awesome experience. You're exactly right. I, you know, I, I also just, I want kids to really understand this isn't just for the genius kids that you see right. at every single science fair. This is about creativity. This really is about impact on your own community. So um, I, I've seen kids come up with projects about vertical farming when they live in a food desert in the inner city. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible project. That That's something that that is addressing a problem directly in their personal community, but can also be scaled to space innovation. Mm -hmm. Vertical farming is important space innovation. It can cover several different things. Most kids have some sort of device. Your device, you can do any kind of data research. Um, I saw a project where kids are actually recording the noise pollution in different parts of the community to see how it affects mental health. I mean, it's, it's really about creativity. Well, and, and I think one of the things that, that we've sort of been dancing around, if you will, uh, is the, the core and key difference between what used to be National Science Fair and what is the National STEM Festival. And, and I think that is such a very key component difference and really feeds into everything that we've been talking about in terms of the students – you know, this is not this is not the trifold science fair that many of us are very accustomed to, even today. <laughs> you know, this is STEM. This is, as you mentioned before, you know, this is food. This is mental health. This is yes, space innovation and tech for good. You know, covers all of those things, but it's not quote unquote just the science part of STEM. It's all encompassing, and I think that is really what sets this apart from the previous iterations of the National Science Fair? Well, I mean, the National Science Fair was incredible. And I, I, I am not throwing any shade over there. But it was done before we were so integrated with social media. So Explorer is also running a year long uh, digital content campaign that is uh, it's 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 obviously free. It's going to be on our platform. We're going to send camera people out to profile kids projects mm-hmm. because we want that community. We want a good idea in Minnesota to be seen by, a, you know, a kid in L.A. I, you know, I really want them to inspire each other because solution makers give hope to other solution makers. And I really feel the difference between success for the future and just kind of falling into the void is hope. I am mm. a solution based person. And every time I go on the road and um, profile innovators for something like Crash Test World, I just walk away with a sense of hope that fights the constant horrible news feed and doom spiral that you're constantly getting fed. And I just see the, I see the helpers, like Mr. Rogers said, I see the innovators and I really want to create an, just a complete community of STEM hope among young people and the people that they affect. So I have to tell you a little bit about us. So our district, we're in Hope, Arkansas. So this is Hope Public Schools. And- oh. 
We are actually starting our, our magnet program is getting underway this year, and uh, we just put in two new uh, digital media magnet STEM classes, uh, robotics, um, the coding, the whole bit. And, you know, hearing you talk about that, that's what is getting our kids real excited about what do we, what do we video? There is so much to video. You know, there is so much to video. There's so many stories to tell. You know, David and I always like to say, we like to help people tell their stories. And that's what this is all about because through that story, that's just the ideas that blossom in other humans and we just build from that, and we and we grow, and we grow, and we grow. So here in Hope Public Schools, we understand completely about hope. We, in fact, um, hope for the future is one of our our, our our big deals. Yeah. So I think that's really kind of cool. So it's kind of kind of cool to have I you on the show that. today. That's yeah. So great. I know you guys share my ethos because you also are passionate about education, and we all know teachers have the hardest job. And if we can give them something fun and inspiring to just throw out there to the kids, mm-hmm. I, I think that it makes their job just a little bit better. Yeah. I can't pay them more. I wish I could. Yeah. I really wish I could. We're doing better in Arkansas. We're doing better in we Arkansas. We're doing better in Arkansas. <laughs> but you know, that's really well, true. I, I want to expect Arkansas. I want to see a ton of submissions from Arkansas. And it should. You know, East was founded here. Do you know about the East program, the East Initiative? Why don't you tell me more? We're on a podcast. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you about the Eastern Initiative. It's the, it started as the Environmental and Satellite Technology Program, is what its name was, back in the late 90s at one school, Greenbrier, Arkansas. It's now encompassed over 400 and something schools around the nation. Um, they get full labs. They get uh, 3D printers, and they get all this great stuff. The teacher is a facilitator, and the students come up with projects, um, STEM-based um, is what's going to happen with the National STEM Challenge. Uh, a few years back in Hot Springs, Arkansas, they have a flooding problem in Hot Springs, Arkansas because of the underground uh, tunnels and the, 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 all that good stuff. They had a flooding issue, and the Corps of Engineers worked on it for decades, couldn't figure it out. And an 11th grade student from Hot Springs High School figured it out. And <gasps> they rebuilt the whole system underground. And this kid, yeah, this these kids, we have elementary school kids throughout Arkansas and these programs building um, uh, uh, handicapped accessible pieces for their, their fellow students. They're building uh, thumbs and hands and limbs out of 3D printing. So it's, you know, what's happening here, what Explore Media and the National STEM Challenge, they're bringing that all together in a bigger, you know, let's all get together and share this because so many people don't know about the East Initiative or maybe the Conrad Challenge or all these things. So now let's let's really focus on these kids. And I think that's really awesome. That's what this means to me is like when you put national in front of it, it's like, OK, here we go. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, baby. I'm really excited about yeah, that. That is so cool. I, You know. I think the reason I relate so hard to like kids that are junior in high school, like they don't have these boundaries on their creativity. They don't, they, they, they haven't been beaten down by life in right. where, where, where they think like, oh no, that can never work. Yeah. Like they feel like Mythbusters. I remember being on set and we, we had this um, myth about a boom lift that was turned into a catapult. And I remember it was early on and I was sitting at this meeting and there were no dumb ideas. And some of these ideas were wackadoo. We're just like, okay, we need to turn a boom lift into a catapult. All right, well, what if we get four containers from a shipping container yard and we weld them and stack them and we make a fulcrum? Yeah, yeah, we'll build this, we'll, we'll weld the tires to it and then we'll, we'll pull it back with another grade all. And just, it was such an insane idea, but we engineered backwards mm-hmm. and it, 
worked. I mean, it, sort of. I mean, we did it. Like it, it, it was it was something that we actually built because we didn't have the limitations. And I just really believe that that sixth through twelfth grade is the perfect time to just brainstorm the big ideas. Yeah, I you need agree. to listen to them more. We know, I love the idea of teachers becoming facilitators and letting the students dictate what they're going to learn. I just I think that is wonderful. I, in another life, I was a band director, and I when I brought in sixth grade beginners, I never told them that they couldn't play something because you know that's what we do. Oh, you can't do that. It makes me think of a there was a great interview with Matt Damon. He was talking about doing a, a thing with Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise said, "Well, I'm going to do this, do this, and do this, and do this," and, the, and he said, "But my safety guy said I couldn't do that." And so Matt said, well, what did you do? He said, well, I fired my safety guy. I got another safety guy. (laughs) So that's the way I look at the way we should do things. It's like, you know, there's no boundaries here. And and I love that about you. And I love that about what we're talking about here. It's like no boundaries. Let's let's make this happen. And we can always work backwards and, and figure out the plan to get to that crazy idea that we have. I think that's just wonderful. I mean, this is just year one. Right now is right. is the hard work is laying yeah. the foundation. Right now, Jenny and I are on the road just trying to get the word out. So tell everybody because this year is going to be the first year and it's already super exciting. I mean, I, I if you could see the venues I've already walked through, everybody's getting on board. I mean, we've got corporate sponsors that are coming in to help fly the kids in. We've got organizations that are either STEM or STEM adjacent, like uh, First Robotics and you know 4-H and like all these crazy clubs that are all coming in. Everybody wants to be a part of the positivity. And every time I talk to somebody, they're like, Oh my God. Oh, I'm going to be your man on the ground in Maryland. I'm, I'm, I'm going back. I'm going to tell people, you know, we're, we're really trying to make this as fabulous as possible. But once we pull this off, I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, 2024, yeah. five, six, seven. It's just going to get better and better. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Right. Yeah. It's going to get, it's going to get crazy. Okay. So for those listening, let's hit this. The, we'll hit this top stuff again. National STEM challenge. Uh, the entries are due by November 12th, and I love this, 8.59 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> so <laughs> they're due the 12th. Um, I want to talk about those themes one more time. Environmental stewardship, future foods, health and medicine, power the planet, space innovation, and tech for good. And those are awesome. I mean, it's really – people go, what? Don't those overlap? No, they don't overlap at all. Those are beautiful. They, and maybe they do overlap a little bit, but those are really say, awesome. There's nothing to stop them from overlapping. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, who can enter? Individual 6th through 12th grade students attending a public, private, and home schools in the 50 U.S. states, the District of Columbia, and U.S. territories, including DODEA and BIE schools, are all eligible to end. Enter. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, basically every single student, sixth through twelfth grade. That's so cool. And uh, these projects are going to be very cool. I mean, I, I I love I love hearing about the different ideas. So I'm excited to find out who they are and what they do and bring them to D.C. and let everybody see it. The expo is going to be bananas. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And well, I tell you what, we're going to share this like crazy and get it out on the airwaves and on the social media and amongst our schools. Um, you know, I can't wait to – in fact, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get this out there really tonight. In fact, we're yeah, going to yeah. knock this bad boy out. Tonight, as we're recording this, yeah. we're going to get this out, out so. get this word spread. This is going to be awesome. Well, Carrie, um, nationalstemchallenge.com is where you can enter. Thank you. you can go to all the details, see all the STEM ambassadors, and we are on all the social medias. My favorite right now is Instagram. I mm. feel like that's really 
flowing, but uh, go go find us National STEM Festival. We're on everything. You can follow me because I just retweeted all. That's cool. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I'm going to give Explorer Media E X P L R Media. Check them out. Great stuff. Hey, Carrie, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. Oh, that was awesome. Thank you so much to Carrie for coming in and visiting us, visiting us, visiting with us, uh, and sharing information about the National STEM Challenge. Yeah, yeah, really, really amazing stuff. And if you want to find out more, don't forget, you can just go to National STEM Challenge on the web. Just look it up. You're going to find them. Really cool stuff. I would like to say there's no project too small. Every student that has an idea should download that Canva template, fill it out, get their three-slide PDF going, and send it in. You, you, you never know till you try. Right. And you might have the answer we've all been looking for in your brain right now. So uh, from the mouth of babes comes the answers. And so let's, let's hope that really, you know, I'm excited about it. It's going to be really cool. We've got, we got to find a way to get to uh, D.C. in April. So Yes. Know. Yeah. We're, we're going. I, I, don't care how, I don't care what it takes. I don't care what it is. We're, we're, we're going to be there. I'm just saying it right now. It's like now. the Muppets when they get on the road. <laughs> Down the road. Actually, for us, it's going to be more like Toy Story, you know, where they're crossing the street and getting run over by trucks. That's, you know. That is kind of us. It is kind of us. Ours is kind of like our luggage is in, you know, Yes. Wisconsin, and we wind up in Florida, and you know uh, our audio equipment ends up in DC. So yeah. you <laughs> we've know, had you know, that app before. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> the old saying, you know, all things considered, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Let me tell you, we were there without luggage for three days. Yeah, all things considered, I don't want to be there. Yeah, and we didn't take a wrong turn at Albuquerque. No, so I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> our luggage may have though. <laughs> so hey, listen, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the show. And um, it's been really great having Carrie Byron on. Want to give a shout out to Jenny Bucos. Also, those two ladies are knocking out stuff like you wouldn't believe and really pushing the limits of uh, STEM and ex- what they do with Explore Media and, you know, kids in science and kids in education and STEM. It's just they're 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 superheroes. And uh, I like the fact that Carrie said she feels like everything she's been doing has been leading up to this. Well, heck, yeah, it has. Yeah. I mean, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's just so your life work does usually end up, you know, leading to this one, you know, big deal. So, hey, listen, uh, been a great show. Follow us on the web, Edutech Guys. Just look us up. We're on social media everywhere you're looking. Um, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Edutech Guys. EduTechGuys.com There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. 
That's IXL.com forward slash B-E.